Hey, what's up? You're listening to The Phone Bone. Uh, My name is Eden, and welcome back. Uh, Today, I just wanted to talk about some of the calls that I got this week um, and go from there. So, this week was, to be honest, it was kind of a boring week as far as phone sex calls. Um, (laughs) I had quite a few, I don't really know what to call them, but I need to coin some kind of term of what to call these guys, but the the website that I use, um, they have a promotion for new callers. You get, I believe, three minutes free or two minutes free of your first call, and so every once in a while, it feels like they must be promoting the hell out of that because I'll just get a wave of two to three minute really boring phone calls. Um, and by boring, I mean, they're not kinky. They're not imaginative. It's pretty much just, you know, you pick up and they are trying to come as fast as possible (laughs) in the time that they have left. And, you know, they just want, to hear you moan or whatever, um, which is not really what I like to do on the phones. Um, I would prefer to get more creative and and get to let my inner actress out and <laughs> um, really pick their brains and get into a role play. And um, plus, I mean, those obviously last a lot longer, so I'm gonna make more money off of that. And these, you know, they're two buck chucks. They're two buck chucks. That's what I should call them. (laughs) They're two buck chucks and they're not nearly as tasty as the ones from Trader Joe's. Um, So I had quite a few of these two buck chuck. Oh, that's a tongue twister. These two buck chuck calls. uh, And it's just fucking boring. You don't make any money off of them. Um, You know, like you make like $3 off of them, whatever. And that money usually goes right back into your site, you know, right back into bidding to get your listing up at the top uh, so you can get more phone calls again. So it's stupid, but, you know, it's kind of a necessary evil. You can't just, you know, you can't put, like, a minimum time limit or anything like that. Um, And I have had people who are brand new to phone sex, have never called anyone before, call me, and then end up being, you know, one of my favorite customers, um, but yeah, so had a bunch of those really boring, just very, you know, <laughs> pick up the phone and it's very, yeah, baby. Hi. I just, I just want to hear you moan. Would you, would you suck this cock? You know, <laughs> things like that. It's very unimaginative, stupid. And, you know, since I am a dominant on my phone line, you know, my answer is no. No, I would not want to suck that cock. <laughs> I would rather make you suck cock. That's that's my specialty. I mean, did you even read my listings? Um, <laughs> so it's just boring. But I have been getting a semi-regular caller for the last couple months. And he called me this week after a little bit of a drought. And... His calls are very fascinating to me. Um, 
all my calls in general, I think the one of the things I'm most fascinated in is trying to figure out how much is fiction and how much is based in truth, how much is pure fantasy, how much is, you know, rooted in some sick past things that they've done, you know. So this guy's main kink centers around religion, which is very strange for me. Um, I was raised very religious. I am not anymore. Um, I consider myself to be agnostic, more leaning towards atheism. Um, but I, w- I was raised in the Catholic Church, and I do know... I, I know a good chunk about... <laughs> a good chunk? Uh, I know a, 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 a good deal about religion, especially Christian-based religions. I know, you know, the key words, whatever I knew. I knew how to bullshit my way through papers going to Catholic school. I knew how to try to bullshit an answer in uh, theology classes when I wasn't paying attention. So I'm familiar with it. Uh, It kind of gives me the creeps. And I don't mean that to mean any offense to anybody who may be religious. You know, it's... I just have some personal bad... um, I I have some shit in my past (laughs) related to it. And I, you know... makes me a little uneasy um that being said you know I wasn't really expecting religion to cross with a phone sex line very much um but I actually have seen it come up a couple times um but nothing quite like this guy so this guy um let's call him uh the disciple um so the disciple he's called me a couple times and he right off the bat, got very serious. He does most of the talking. Um, he likes to talk and he, he knows exactly what he's looking for. You know, I kind of feel like I was just the quote unquote lucky, uh, person that he called. And I kind of feel like he would have had this fantasy and would be saying these things to just about anybody who was receptive. And he did tell me that he had tried calling other women before me um, and that what he was saying kind of freaked them out and they weren't into it. And so he looked elsewhere. And for me, yeah, it freaks me out, but I don't let it show. (laughs) Um, Because I want that money, honey. So, um, yeah, so he just, he started right off the bat, you know, he started just saying, you know, I have been looking for a goddess to worship and, you know, I, I now see clearly that it's you and I was led astray by false idols in the past, such as God and Jesus. I'm sorry. A lot of what I'm saying might be really offensive to some. I just want to, uh, clarify that, but I'm just repeating what he said. Um, so he was saying, you know, I, I followed these false idols and, you know, now I realize it was 
you all along and you're the goddess that I need to worship. You are the one true God, the one almighty, you know, throwing a lot of keywords in there. Like, um, you know, you created the earth, you created me. And a lot of times he cries, especially when he starts getting into these long rants, um, like I'm describing, he'll start to cry and tear up and, um, it's really awkward. (laughs) And yeah, so right away I just kind of went along with it, you know, just, yeah, that's right. You're totally right. You know, he started to refer to himself as my disciple and that he wanted to spread the word of me and that he wanted to go out on the road sucking cock for me and proving and spreading the sucking cock and spreading the word of me and and being a good disciple and writing my gospel um which is all you know fine and dandy whatever so so I had a couple calls like this um and you know he's really he's made it very clear that he is not into sending money or sending gifts you know he understands that he needs to pay for my time on the line uh but other than that he has made very clear that any money he earns he wants to put towards spreading the word of me and not into buying physical items because he doesn't see he doesn't see the value in physical items and yada yada so um So more and more calls go by and, you know, he starts to dive a little bit into his past. And uh, the thing that has really kind of creeped me out about him, not so much creeped me out, but, well, yeah, a little bit, where I'm not sure how much is fantasy and how much of this he is serious about. So he's told me where he works and I did a quick Google search and it totally checks out. He's sent me pictures of himself. Um... He, you know, he works at a university. That's all I'm going to say. You know, so it's it's public record. And so he, he basically started telling me that he wanted, you know, he lives on his own. He's an adult. He's, I think he's in his 40s he started to tell me that he wanted to do a three-way call or joint call where he would call his parents with me and where we would tell them that he is leaving his job, leaving his home and going on the road to spread the gospel of me. Um, you know, the first time he said that I went along with it and just, Oh yeah, it'll be great whatever, you know, and he started crying, saying how wonderful it was, and how blessed he is, and, you know, I threw in some religious keywords that I know from back in the day, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, but then, as each call continued, you know, a week later, he would start to get more serious, okay, well, when can we do this call with my parents, and, you know, oh, you know, I would come up with some excuse, some, oh, well, you know, you need to do some more work first, and we need to do this and that, and it got to the point where he was insisting on a date, 
and you know we we made a date for two weeks later and then two weeks later came and he called but he wasn't ready yet because he didn't have enough money saved up yet to go on the road so it's it makes me wonder you know how much of this is just a really well thought out played out fantasy and he wants it to seem very real by making these dates and just coming up with excuses when they come and the other part of me wonders is this dude actually going to try to call up his parents because I no I could not I could not tell some mother (laughs) that I, I could not do that I couldn't no way um that's fucked so yeah, so this one's been a weird one. Um, and, you know, especially with all the crying, there's definitely some mental issues there. And, you know, it's... it's When shit like this comes up, it's uh, it always gives me a little bit of a moral dilemma. You know, a little bit of, am I taking advantage of them? Um, you know, I mean, he found me, he calls me on his own free will... He would be calling someone else. You know, I'm not telling him to leave his job and shit like that. I'm just, you know, I kind of, com- I'm just kind of complacent in his fantasy. Um, but still, you know, sometimes when, when he does take it to these extremes, like quitting his job, going on the road, calling his parents, um, it makes me really uncomfortable. And, Yeah, I mean, that's that's really it. It just it makes me very uncomfortable. So that's a really weird kind of ongoing call that I've been having um, over the last few months. He hasn't called me. He called me this week, but it was really short. Um, but before that, he hadn't called me for like three weeks. Um, I want to say it's been going on for like three months now, but I'm not exactly sure when the first time he called was, to be honest. Um yeah, so that's been a really strange one, one that I haven't encountered before. He he made a recording that he sent me to via email. It was like a 20-minute long just rambling of him professing his faith for me. Um, yeah, maybe I can transcribe part of it sometime and, and read it off so you can kind of get an idea of uh, what I'm working with here. Um, but yeah, so that was super strange. And I've had a couple, like, I've had a couple calls that kind of touched on religion in the past, but none that were totally focused, solely relied on religion as the basis of the kink, uh, like this guy's has. Uh, the other calls that I've had that really touched on religion, um, were more like, it would be kind of in the middle of their fantasy or whatever, and they would say something like, you are my true goddess and I pray to you. And But that that would be it. That would be the extent of it. That's it. Um, which makes me think maybe they were raised very religious and maybe that's just a way that they show their love. You know, a lot of, not all, I don't even want to say a lot, but... You know, so I would say like roughly half of the people that I have called me, it's very obvious that they have, you know, severe social 
limitations of some sort, whether it's just social anxiety or if it's like social awkwardness, you know, bordering on Asperger's or something of that nature, um, where you can just tell that, you know, they, they might not be sure of how to act in social situations. They might not really understand social situations, including relationships and have openly admitted to me that, you know, although they may be, you know, around the age of 30 or so, they have not had sex or they have not had a real relationship with a woman yet. Whereas the other half, I would say, are quite the opposite, are very charming, very social, very sociable, very, you know, can hold a conversation. Um, So there's kind of this stark contrast. And I have found that so far, everyone who's brought up any sort of religious kink to me has been very socially awkward, uh, very socially inept in some way, Um, whether by their own free admission and telling me that they've never had a relationship or just, you know, it's just painfully obvious by talking to them. So that's been my little revelation uh, this week. Um, Religious kink, yeah. So it's kind of a shorter episode. Um, I am setting up a email um, tonight. I will post it on the Instagram. So if you haven't checked it out yet, the Instagram is at the phone bone. Um, I've also made a Twitter, but I haven't really used it much yet. I'm kind of, I'm not very great with Twitter, but maybe you guys can help me out with that and that can change. Um, but I am going to set up an email tonight. I would love to hear your thoughts, feedback, comments, um, any questions you guys might have. Maybe you guys have a personal story with phone sex. Um, maybe you've tried calling a line. Maybe you have a friend who does. Maybe you accidentally called an accidentally, wink, wink, called a 900 number, you know, back in the day. Um, I would love to hear it all. So that would be awesome. Um, and if you guys could please, uh, rate, like subscribe, comment, etc. that would really help me out and I would really appreciate it. Um, so thanks for listening. This has been the phone bone.